This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. 2020 hopefuls hit Trump on trade. Purdue woos Democrats. Assured payments draw dairy farms. And before we begin, here's an editor's note. The AgriPulse team wishes you a safe and festive Independence Day break. Daybreak will return on Monday, July 8th. Debate heats up over trade, immigration, and climate. In the livelier of the first two Democratic presidential debates, 10 candidates slammed President Donald Trump over immigration policy, his approach to China, and his lack of attention to the climate issue. On trade, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg said manufacturers, and especially soy farmers, are hurting because of Trump's trade war. Tariffs are taxes, and Americans are going to pay an average $800 more a year because of these tariffs. Former tech executive Andrew Yang said he agreed that the U.S. needs to crack down on China, but he said the tariffs and trade war are just punishing businesses and producers on both sides. On immigration, the differences with Trump were even sharper. There was strong opposition to deporting illegal immigrants unless they had committed a crime and support for allowing illegal immigrants to qualify for federally funded health care. All but two candidates, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper and Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, favored removing criminal penalties for entering the country illegally. And on climate change, Buttigieg said farmers can help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Rural America can be a huge part of the solution, he said. Purdue reaches out to California Democrats on USMCA. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue today is wrapping up a two-day trip to California where he's promoting congressional approval of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Purdue has stops on his schedule today with Democratic representatives Jim Costa, T.J. Cox, John Garamendi, Josh Harder, and Jimmy Panetta. GOP Representative Doug LaMalfa will also accompany Purdue. On Capitol Hill, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi weighed in on Thursday with her support for the trade pact, but her caucus hasn't agreed to drop key demands for changes to the pact. We want to pass this bill, Pelosi said, of the implementing legislation, but she stressed that the deal must be reopened to cut patent extensions for biologic pharmaceuticals and add enforcement provisions for new labor and environmental standards. Pelosi vague on her timeline. We're trying to keep the discussion on track and on schedule. She would only define the schedule as, quote, when we come to an agreement. Traders wary of the USDA's acreage report. Traders usually view the Department of Agriculture's annual acreage report as the gold standard estimate of how much farmers have planted of what crops each spring. But due to the extraordinary delays in planting this year, most traders don't think this report, due at noon Eastern today, will provide a reliable estimate of corn and soybean acreage this year. Usually, we say this report is golden, and it means a lot. That Don Rue is president of U.S. Commodities, as he spoke with AgriPulse. He said, I think people are going to have a lot of skepticism. The trade is expecting USDA to report corn plantings at 86.7 million acres and soybeans at 84.4 million. That, according to Allendale Incorporated. Now, the prospective plantings report issued in March projected corn acreage at 92.8 million acres and soybeans at 84.6 million. Keep in mind, 
USDA surveys farmers during the first two weeks of June for this acreage report. In a normal year, Corn Belt states would be wrapped up with corn planting by then, but that's not the case this year. DMC enrollment tops 5,300. The first numbers are in for enrollment in the new and improved program for dairy producers, and they show that more than 5,300 producers have enrolled out of 40,000 farms nationwide. About 2,600 operations have signed up for the full five years of the dairy margin coverage program. The other 2,700, they're enrolling just for 2019. Economists and industry leaders are expecting sign-up to be much higher by the time the September 20 deadline arrives. Because DMC coverage is retroactive to January 1, producers who enroll at the maximum 950 per hundred weight coverage level are guaranteed to receive more in payments than they will pay in premiums. All but a 1,000 producers signed up only at the Tier 1 level. That's under 5 million pounds of annual production. The other 1,000 operations enrolled at Tier 2, mostly at the catastrophic coverage level of $4 per hundred. Tier 2 premiums are much higher than they are for Tier 1. So what do the numbers mean? John Newton, chief economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation, says he isn't worried that enrollment is slow. He said the only reason to do this now is if you have cash flow issues and you need a check. He says many producers are busy with field work right now. Larger operations are considering Tier 2 coverage. They may be waiting closer to the September deadline to see what happens to corn prices as a result of preventive planting. Subcommittee chairs demand more info on USDA relocation. Chairwomen of two House Agriculture subcommittees are demanding additional information from USDA to justify the relocation of the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. Representative Marsha Fudge of Ohio and Congresswoman Stacy Plaskett of the Virgin Islands met with USDA officials on Tuesday. They say they didn't get all the answers they need. Your department has yet to provide a justifiable, rational basis for the relocation, identify enough funding to pay for the move and employee buyouts, or elaborate on a plan to minimize staff losses and ensure uninterrupted service to stakeholders, the lawmakers wrote. Fudge Subcommittee oversees general USDA operations, while Plaskett is responsible for research programs. Selling KC. Bob Peterson, an executive director of the Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City, making a personal pitch to ERS and NIFA employees to make the move there. In a letter to the workers, he said, quote, Your housing dollar will buy you a lot more in Kansas City and its suburbs. In fact, you may likely be in the position to put some of the difference in the bank or add to your youngster's college fund. He said, even more, on a bad day, most commuters never spend more than 30 minutes traveling to and from their office. Here's today's He Said It. As we look ahead to the next 6 to 12 months, it's like standing at a bar throwing darts at a dartboard with your back turned to the board right now. There is nothing certain about what we face going ahead. That Dale Durkholz, a principal at Grain Cycles, a grain marketing service of the corn and soybean markets. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, June 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.